Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, I noticed that too. Um, everybody was here except for Mason and Ireland, basically. Now, granted, it is a company holiday, President's Day. It is? So they are. Yeah, it is. They are more than uh, all the federal holidays are. Um, the they are more than entitled to take that day off. Although I think personally, I wasn't going to want to be off like the day after the All Star Game, right. especially after all the LeBron stuff that came out over the weekend. I would have called back and said, "No, I'm doing the show." Totally. If if we would have had the day off planned, and we were like, "Oh, who cares? It's just the All Star Game," and none of the LeBron stuff happened, I'd be like, "Okay, that's fine." Maybe but, right. Yeah, right. I get it. Right. But the fact that that all the LeBron stuff did happen. I would yeah. have called up and gone, guys, we got to get on the air on Monday afternoon. Yeah. What happened there with those two? I know, man. Well, I didn't realize it was a company holiday. In fact, George, a little embarrassed to admit it, but um, didn't realize it was even a holiday today. You know? Meaning, um, I had to go you to the post office. The traffic part didn't give it away? No, none of that. I've been in my house like all day long doing stuff. Oh. And, um, and I had to go to the post office, right? Mm-hmm. And... Let me tell you what I needed at the post office. I needed a stamp. Not like $20 worth of stamps. I needed one stamp. Now, just by the way, I haven't been to a post office and I haven't bought a stamp in so long. Tell me this. How much is a stamp? I believe it's like 37 no, cents. No, they're 50 cents. 51 cents? I don't know. Yeah, 51. I don't know. Whatever, okay. I guess. Hold on, I go. have two in my purse. Let me go look. Okay, let me tell you something. I show up at the post office today. I'm feeling really confident. I got this one letter. I actually did what needed to be done. I folded it, man. I put it in the envelope, and it just had this one spot. Put stamp here. And I'm like, I'm actually going to do this. I'm going to get this done. I go walking up confidently to the post office. I go to open the door. (laughs) Doors are locked. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? I look at my watch. It's like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I look at the door, the sign. It says, we are open Monday from like 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. I'm like, it's 2. I'm knocking on the door. Hello, is anybody in there? And I'm like, oh, damn it. It's President's Day. It's a national holiday. The banks are closed. The post office closed. Well, there were other people walking up behind me. And I'm like, hey, everybody. Uh, Post office closed. President's Day. And everybody had the same reaction. It was like that Lindsay reaction last week when Anthony Davis got hurt. It was like, Right. That was the reaction. Yeah. Anybody else not know today was a national holiday and expect to do things like banking or post officing or no. garbage pickup or anything like that? No, no, no. Mm. I mean, my kids were home, so that was kind of a dead giveaway that there was a holiday today. So there was Yeah, that. same. The trash same. pickup came to my house. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why my mom didn't believe me when I told her not to go to the post office. She's so like, she also tra- went to the post office, your mother? She went to the post office and the bank. <laughs> I got shut out of both. Just like yeah. yeah, you know the post office is by me have a self service kiosk in the in the uh, post office where you can just type it in and you can like get a stamp on at a little machine without. The post yeah, that's true. There open. are plenty of those now. Yeah, but I feel like the post office was locked and closed because outside they have like PO boxes and then kind of inside they have the post office and both versions 
we're both locked in clothes today. Mm. Where would a person go to get a stamp? A store? Other than- a grocery store? You can store? go like, so, like some pharmacies. They'll sell, yeah. You, yeah. they'll sell you stamps. Yeah. I have two in my purse if you need one. Yeah, and they're 58 <laughs> cents, I believe. Oh, 58 cents? That much already? Man. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, dude. I like I really didn't even know where my backup plan was. I, I wasn't like, oh, well, you know what? I wasn't able to get a stamp at the post office, the place I thought to go to get one. Where's plan B? I literally did not know. You guys say any grocery mm. store would have stamps? Yes. I'm not surprised them. that you didn't have a plan B, though. Just saying. Well, yeah, but I mean, I, that's true, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I barely <laughs> I mean, had a plan depot, A. I mean, Office Depot, pharmacies, like, yeah. Like, or just Google. A liquor store, I think. Yeah. Google, yeah, really? like, uh, Right, you US... could have just Googled where to buy a stamp, yeah. and that would have also told you probably, Yeah, too, yeah. probably There's, there's kiosks have. all over the place, even for the, the ones that are locked. Yeah, hmm. but every pharmacy, for the most part, sells stamps. Wow, I didn't know. I mean, I got. I'm honestly telling you, I haven't bought a stamp in I don't know, maybe ten years, fifteen years. I I don't know when the last. Why did time you need I, a stamp so much today? So I had to actually put a letter mm-hmm. in an envelope and send it away to a law firm. It's it's it, it, the details are not important because right. I couldn't sued. even describe okay. them. No, yeah, I'm not no being problem. sued. Yeah. I'm not being sued. What happened is, okay, You're now here it goes. the suey, not the sewer? Yeah, sort of, kind of. It had something to do with, like, like cable boxes that I returned to a company. Oh, my God. I've been through that before. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, so yeah. some law firm sends me a letter in the mail. You know, usually you get these things, you throw it in the garbage. But I was pissed about this. And so it said, hey, they owe you $800. And I went, you're damn right they owe me $800. And the law firm was like, we'll collect it for you, but for 10%. And I'm like, wait. You guys will collect $800 and take 80 bucks and send me $720 and all I need to do is this and you guys will take care of it? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll do that. I will actually go ahead and do it. So I, I wrote the paper. I signed my name. I dated it. I put it in the envelope. And then it was like, you need a stamp. I'm like, I don't have any stamps. Went to the post office on a national holiday looking to buy a stamp. Post office closed and had no plan B as to where else I could find a stamp. It, here's the thing. Um, you could also have gone to, wait for it, a UPS store which is open today, or a FedEx store, which is also open today, because they're all, you know, they, they ship stuff, but they also sell stamps there. God, and none of this, none there's of this also the ever so obvious place to go, like stamps.com. Now, stamps.com, is that like, do you print that out on your computer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you just put a piece of tape on it, you're good to go. Oh, really? You mm-hmm. put a piece of tape on it. I mean, you could put a piece of tape on it, or you can actually buy the labels that you that would have the adhesive on the back. And if you wanted to get fancy, sure. I'll tell you right now, George. I uh, probably should have texted you earlier and said, "Hey, um, listen, I went to the post office to get a stamp. I don't yeah. know if you know this or not, but today's President's yeah, Day." Yeah, my, the, my the buddy Eric, who's been te- who's texting me right now, listening to you, thinks you're a big dummy. Like you're why? Like, like you're like Lamont, and I'm like Fred Sanford, basically. Right? You now. big dummy. Yeah. I mean, I'm, maybe Aunt Esther would have been around. And she could have told me that I could have gone to these other places. But I swear to you, like, I haven't bought a stamp in so long that I didn't even know where else to go. I have a question. It's just probably a really dumb question. Wait, wait, Lindsay, before you ask your question, if we were, like, in, like, I don't know, like, you are the least self-sufficient person I've ever come across. Really? Yeah, even my mom will be like, Google it if I ask her something and she doesn't know. She'll be like, Google it. Yeah. Like, if we were, like, in, re- like, you know, like, if we were in, like... The Walking Dead, he would be dead. Yeah, like, in the zombie <laughs> land, you'd be... You, the zombies would get your ass for sure. Doesn't for sound sure. like such a great world to live in, this world of zombies. I mean, maybe you should just check out early, you know? But... 
Anyway, Lindsay had a question. Go ahead, Lindsay. So I was just thinking as we were talking about the prices of stamps, and Laura mentioned like she recently bought one for like fifty five cents. So I looked, they went up three cents in like a year. So yeah. would stamps, forever stamps, be a good investment? What do you mean? Like forever stamps, they they're worth. There's no number on whatever them. the number is that that time. they're, yeah. they're going to be worth it. The, but then you would have to pay way over the price, is my guess. Well, I mean, if I would have bought, like, I have two in my in my purse that have probably been there for a few years, yeah. and when I bought them, they were worth fifty five cents, but they just say forever on them, so now they're worth fifty eight cents. So what if I bought like ten thousand stamps? You'd have about then thirty dollars, I think. No. How much? Three hundred. I mean, if they went up three cents and you bought ten thousand of them. I can't do the math that fast. Anybody else? Yeah, it's like a. <laughs> Anybody capable of doing that math? I mean, I don't I'm even. Yes, math. I'm yes. Gonna, I'm you know do who? It on you, my phone. On your phone, exactly. Cap, you have a phone. It has the calculator. It's you can use it. bucks, bro. Yeah. Well, you see, I did it pretty quickly. Then I beat the calculator. <laughs> no, you didn't. I did. Oh well, I already said three hundred. Oh, I didn't hear you. He did. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's a that's a big win for me. That's a big fail it for is? you, huh, Laura? You're I like, actually oh, use a phone. Use a calculator. I mean, yeah. you second guessed yourself, so that's kind of not really. A well, win. I said thirty, and then I said three hundred. I mean, I I, I was mm. trying to do the math in my head that quickly. Yeah. So if I bought a hundred thousand stamps, well, what uh, else can't you do? By the way, what else can't I do? Like, it, it, I feel like when we, you, I'm serious. Like, I feel like when we leave you in the deep end of the pool, like yeah. you're not swimming. You need a life preserver. Every no, no. Time. See, I'm a good swimmer. I'm actually quite a good swimmer. Well, no, no. Fact. That's just an analogy. Oh, that's it was an analogy. Like I thought it was literal. literal. Okay, not oh, okay. in the literal sense. My bad. Yes. My B. My B. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I felt pretty accomplished today. I, I took a um, one of those like five-gallon water jugs, and I took it to the grocery store, and okay. I actually filled it let, with, let, for $2. Let, let me ask you some questions. Are yeah, you ready? Let's, let's just do like, let's, let's the, figure like, it. Out. Like some basic things that everyone should be able to do. Okay? Right, let's see what I can do. Can you change a tire? Um, I can change a tire. I would prefer not to change a tire. I'd rather call AAA. But um, if I had to, I mean, if I was really, really, really forced to yeah. get my hands dirty, I mean, yeah, I could probably pull it off, yeah. Do you know how to jumpstart a car staying on the automobiles? Yep, that I can do pretty well. I'm a good jumper of starters. Okay. That's uh, pretty good. Do you know how to cook an egg? Ver Listen, breakfast is my specialty. Okay. You know? Okay. Um... Can you lift your own weight? Can I like, lift do a, like well the push-up thing? Remember? Hmm. Can I lift my own weight? How so? Like from the ground? Like can I deadlift yeah, my yeah, own weight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, maybe. I mean, I don't know for sure right now. I mean, of course, you know, I'd say I could do it fifty times, but I might right. only be able to do it forty-three times, as you know. Like I'm thinking of basic survival skills, and ladies, feel free to jump in because I, I I'm just thinking like off the top of my head. Can you like, start what? a fire without like any? Oh, without matches? I yeah, can't do that. that either, though. Like, yeah, I mean, that'd be like, pretty really? hard for I me. Like, get out of here. What would I, you do? My brother taught me. Do it how? With the what sticks. Would you do? It takes forever, but you like... It's easier no, with rocks. Forget that. Yeah. Rocks would be easier, yeah. but no. I well, my brother taught me with the stick. You would rub two sticks together and start I mean, a I have it. I have done that. Like pretty my, impressive. My brother taught me how to do that. Use your That's glasses impressive. or a magnifying glass. That works. Okay, no. The answer is no, George. Yeah. No, I couldn't start a fire. If I were out in the wilderness... Well, that one I'm with you, but I mean, you know... Can you tell between, like, a poisonous, like... You're giving him way too much credit. Let's start easy I mean, here. I'm trying, Cap. Can you, I mean, can right, you like, like, can you bait a fish hook? How about that? Kay. Oh, yeah, there you go. Could you, could you like, yeah, put a fish on a line? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, the, these kinds of things I, I have in my repertoire. And you could okay. change a tire. I could if I had to, yeah. Okay. 
significant. I mean, I don't want to, but if I had to, I could, you know? Okay. I mean, I'm capable of changing a light bulb, for example. Yeah. You know? I mean, yes. I mean, that's not that bad I for feel me. like we gave you that one. Light bulb's pretty easy for me. Do I can deal with that. you know how to clean the lint trap? In like a dryer? Yes. Yeah, you know, I've learned that. It's taken me a while. But as a single dad, these are the things I had to know. <laughs> so you didn't learn that until you were a single dad. Yeah, no, I learned it within the last couple of years. Oh, I was wow. like, why, why aren't the clothes drying? And they're like, oh well, my have, God. You, have you cleaned out the lint thing? I'm like, what, what's okay. the lint thing? All right. Well, you know? then, you know, you're slightly better off than I may have thought. Yeah, I mean, but not probably by that much, to be honest with you. Not by much. It's a no. very small percentage. I mean, look, bottom line is this. On President's Day, a national holiday, I went to the post office, unknown, unbeknownst to me, it was closed because of the holiday, right. and all I needed was one stamp. In fact, not only this, you guys are going to love this. Remember a couple weeks ago we had a conversation about do you carry cash? Mm-hmm. I actually had on me like $8 in cash, a five and three ones, and like 85 cents in quarters, dimes, nickels, and pennies. And I was like, this is great. I'm going to actually be able to pay for the stamp with real change. And yeah. then, of course, the door was locked, and I didn't have a plan B as to where to get another stamp. Gosh, I feel dumb. Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of part of the course. All right, here's the deal. Coming up next, I'm going to give some advice. Okay, Cap? I'm looking Free advice. To Free advice to the Lakers, okay, on this whole LeBron situation. All right, we'll just call it a situation. It is okay. certainly a situation. All right, I'm going to give free advice, okay, about this. How, you know, because, again, I speak LeBron fluently, right? I, uh, I've, I've been through several rodeos, you know, when it comes to LeBron James. Um, it's, it's not new to me. So I will provide some advice. Okay, for the franchise, For its fan base, for the franchise, et cetera, et cetera. They can take it. Or they can leave it, but I'm going to give it, and we'll do that. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yeah, Sedano Cap with you here. Chris took the day off today, so if, it, if the uh, the show feels a little naked on the, around the edges with the music <laughs> and the rejoins and stuff, uh, with the shenanigans and him yelling about Cap and doing something ridiculous, yes, if you're, if you're waiting for him to talk about how Cap is in, you know, not self-sufficient enough, that's not happening today. I think we should each do our own Chris Morales style rejoin. <laughs> it's not a bad that call. It's not a bad idea. You know, just like sp- spruce things up a bit with him not here. Because I mean, we all know he needed the day off. Like he, I told him, I was like, you need to like go on a vacation. Mm. He's like, well, I have a day off. He needs. He's a been a little extra prickly lately. Oh yeah, for a couple <laughs> weeks. Sorry, Chris. Yeah. Cam, did you know this song, Bill? Um, well, I'm not sure, but Laura, you did tell me earlier in the day that my boy Diplo has a new joint that he's dropping. Oh my God! Was that it? That was Diplo. Yeah. Yes. That was that was some new Diplo. Yeah. yeah, with Miguel. Oh, really? Oh, see, that's what threw me off a little bit. Not Michael. No, 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 Miguel. No, yeah. no, Miguel. See, who's from LA? Yeah, Diplo. It's my man. It's my boy. Tight. Me and Dip. <laughs> okay. Oh, I forgot. That's right. You met him at Radio. <laughs> 
That's right. And asked who he was. I was like, yo, so who are you and what do you do? And he's like, well, who are you and what do you do? And I'm like, nobody and nothing. And he's like, same. Same for me. Yeah. No, he's great. Great guy, though. I really enjoyed him. I mean, I really, really did. I love learning about what he does, how he collaborates with people, what he does in his studio, how he puts Mm -hmm. music together. It was quite fascinating, actually. There you go. Well, um, speaking of fascinating, the entire weekend, from LeBron James was fascinating. Oh, okay. you know it. So, on Saturday, yeah, mm-hmm. it was Saturday. LeBron, I don't know if we have any of this sound. I'm assuming we don't. But so I'm just going to paraphrase very quickly. So, LeBron on Saturday was asked a layup question about Josh Giddy, who is the rookie all uh, not all star, but rookie uh, rising star from the Oklahoma City Thunder. He's from Australia, and it was asked by an Australian reporter. Like, the layup of layup questions. And I say it this way because Dave McMiniman, our pal, was there. And I did a show on ESPN Radio this week, and he came on, and that's exactly how he described it. He said, George, this was the layup of layup questions about a young player. Hey, here it is on a platter. And LeBron took it and kind of mentioned and said, well, you know, the real MVP of the Oklahoma City Thunder is Sam Presti. Sam Presti is the general manager of the Oklahoma City Thunder, who probably has 37,000 picks from here to the end of the decade, Um, and also has a keen eye for talent, right? Historically, if you look at the guys that he's drafted there in his tenure, including Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Serge Ibaka, whatever, we can go on and on and on and on, a bunch of guys, okay? So that was just the beginning of it that was like the that's the appetizer course cap so well, let's just start well, with the yeah. appetizer course so right. just based on the appetizer okay a little you know there's a little mozzarella sticks or uh, maybe some fresh mozzarella you prefer maybe even some fried calamari okay it's uh, it's just the appetizer okay what did you make of just hearing the appetizer well first of all i want to tell you george i don't know how it was but on saturday afternoon probably around like 4 30 or so in the afternoon i got into my car I turned on 710, and I heard you on the air, and I did hear Dave McMiniman. So I heard this all happen and yeah. play itself out on radio. And I was thinking to myself as I was driving down the road, I'm like, now wait a second. LeBron is going to compliment another general manager, but this isn't necessarily new. He's been complimenting a lot of people lately, like Les Snead, wearing the T-shirt, F those draft choices. That's my right. kind of general manager. That's what LeBron Correct. said. Legend, well, he called him. Legend. Right. And even earlier, going back a few weeks ago, I know we discussed his, uh, you know, his approval for Eric Spolstra and what a great coach he is. Yeah. And so over the course of the last three, four weeks, it's been about other coaches, other general managers, whether it be in the NBA or other sports. So he seems to be taking a shot at the Lakers front office and coaching staff by complimenting everybody other than and I know you say you're fluent in LeBron. I'm still taking like a Rosetta Stone course in LeBron language. Mm-hmm. But even I, an early stager, can pick this stuff up. So keep yeah. going. Yeah, yeah. It, so it was just so that was the start of it, right? Um, and then, you know, there was the conversations about Cleveland. So he spoke to Jason Lloyd, who's been a longtime Cleveland reporter. And obviously, LeBron knows him very well. He works with The Athletic. And in that story, LeBron basically opens the door about a potential return to Cleveland, but does couch his comments 
by saying something to the effect of, well, you know, I'm not saying I will come back and play, but you never know. I'm not going to say yes or no. Like, that's, I'm paraphrasing, but that was basically, like, he kind of caught himself, but he knew when he caught himself, he had to kind of couch it a little bit and then kind of, so, so he has, again, plausible deniability, right? Because everyone knows about the Bronny stuff and that the Bronny James stuff is out there about, you know, he's, he said that too this weekend, you know, if a, if a, you know if someone takes Bronny, you know, I will go, I want to play with Bronny wherever that is for my last year and money won't even be an option. It won't even be an issue, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So all those three things were laid out there over this weekend. And what I would say is that's not a small thing and that was done very calculated and he knew exactly the reaction he was going to get when he did all that stuff. I would agree. I mean, it, it seemed like LeBron went home this weekend, felt very celebrated, but also felt like he wanted to celebrate his hometown. He talked about having all of his high school buddies, his mom, uh, people that were a part of his youth. Uh, there was even that point where he talked about, and somebody checked me on this, but I believe the last time the All-Star game was in Cleveland was the late 90s, like 97-ish. And he was saying that back then they didn't even have the money to, to go to a a game, let alone an all-star game, but all these guys that he was watching, guys that were on the 75th team, they were posters on his wall. So, I don't know, I felt like LeBron this weekend, it wasn't just some all-star weekend, oh, and some all-star weekend in his hometown. I felt like this was like some form of a personal celebration of his career, his life, his his history, where he's from, etc. I felt like it was bigger to him than just an all-star game. And And with that comfort level, he decided to air everything out. Yeah, he did. Um, and by the way, Jason Lloyd, who wrote that story about and who LeBron spoke to face to face, will join us at five fifteen, and we will get kind of more insight on that particular conversation. And again, someone who is quite fluent in LeBron, probably more fluent than I am, because he's you know he's been there with LeBron the first time around too. So, so what do you make of this though? So the appetizer is the first part of the story. Yeah. Okay, um, which is heaving compliments on a general manager of a team in Oklahoma City that has destroyed the Lakers in each game that they've played them in this year. Yeah, the main course to me is the Cleveland thing. Just even the the throwing it out there, even if it's just nonsense, right? Even if it's not possible. Because here's what I would say. This is part of my advice, and we can carry this over to the next segment because I know we have a lot of time today. Um, My advice to the Lakers would be this. While I just called it nonsense, you still should take it seriously. Because the reason I call it nonsense is because at the moment, it's nonsense. But it can very quickly turn into reality. And look, if you would have told me in 2014 that LeBron James was going to leave Pat Riley and four straight NBA Finals, two championships, probably should have had three, to return to Cleveland now... In 2014, I would have said, nah, maybe maybe he opts in. Maybe in like two or four years when he's done, they'll retool this roster. It'll be fine. And boy, was I wrong. And then I learned from that experience. So in 2018, when, you know, 2017 literally is when all the talk started about, oh, he's going to join the Lakers, going to join the Lakers, join the Lakers. And I remember saying at the time, on this station, okay, I was sitting there with Keyshawn and LZ at the time in the morning. And I said, you better take this very seriously right now because I'm telling you LeBron James is going to be a Laker. And it happened. So 
I'm not saying that he's definitely leaving because I still think a lot of things can change that. There's still way too many days before what I think is more of a realistic deadline, which is the summer, before I can make a real determination on that. What I would just advise based on history to the Lakers is that you better take this seriously, Cap. And, you know, you as well should take it seriously. Yeah, I am. I mean, listen, the way you just forcefully said it to me, I was like, whoa, I better take this seriously. Yes, you should also take this seriously. Um, because, I and, and I, I mentioned now that I think that there is a more firm deadline. I'm going to tell you exactly when I think that firm deadline is for the Lakers to kind of fix this scenario with LeBron. Because it could be fixed. I don't think it's... Um, I don't think this thing is done by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But I, just, I do think it could be a bumpy ride here. Yeah. I mean, listen, there was a question that was asked to LeBron this past weekend. And if I'm I'm almost sure it was from that Jason Lloyd piece in The Athletic where they asked him, um, hey, you said back then that you wouldn't be leaving Cleveland again, and yet you chose to leave Cleveland again. Why so? And LeBron said, essentially... I changed my mind. You know, life changes. Things happen. Um, what we want out of life changes. And so I changed my mind. And I left Cleveland and I went to L.A. Well, if that was his answer for why he left Cleveland the second time to come to the Lakers, then why should we not all think that circumstances might dictate and he might change his mind? Okay, let, let's, let's do that on the other side. Let, let, let's discuss that because Brian Windhorst also has a piece today about how the, the Lakers have to kind of trade for LeBron this summer. I know that sounds ri ridiculous, but trust me when I tell you there's a reason he used that particular phrase. We'll get to that as well on the other side, and I'll give you that hard deadline as to how this thing can get fixed. Stick around. We're back in three minutes. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Do you know who this is, Cap? Um, I know the song. Hmm. Stop. You, you know. Come yeah, on. Yes. You're joking. We found love in a hope. If you told me who it was, I'd be like, oh, yeah, of course. Naturally. No, no, no. No, we can't do that. Oh. You, ha you know who this is. Please tell me you know who this is. I mean, I know the song. That's not good right, enough go here. What do you know no, about the not? song? Go ahead. Listen what do you know of the song? Well, I mean, I, I you want me to do the noise? I can do the sound effects. Yeah, go. 
do 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 I mean, I clearly know the song. Clearly. No, I'm not sure I know who the artist is. Oh my god. I wonder what you would sound like singing that song Blue, where they actually have like the sound effects as words. Da da doom, da da dee, da da die, do da do dee, da do die, da do dee, da do die. I bet you really I really am thinking about it. I really don't know who sings this song. Oh my god. It's Rihanna. It's your girl, Riri. Yeah, but you know what the thing is? It's kind of like a phone. Like, how many phone numbers do you think you have memorized? Oh no, 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 we're not doing that. This mm. is like in, this is a big song, Cab. No, I realize that. But you know that when if I'm driving down the road and this song is on the radio and I look at my radio, it will yeah. actually tell me who the artist is and the name of the song. I mean, she won a Grammy for this song. So what? This is I one mean, that, like, my grandma would know if she were still alive. She'd be like, oh, yeah, that's Rihanna. And no. Calvin Harris was on it too. I mean, right? Calvin yeah. Harris, right? Was the uh, the DJ? See that part I knew. The Calvin Harris. Oh, part, sure, I mean, you sure. Did. Of course, yeah, I was yeah, quite certain course. about that. As a matter of yeah. him and Diplo. You Who's know? Calvin yeah. Harris? <laughs> you know, it's Calvin and Calvin Harris, Mr. Harris's uh, son, I guess. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Harris. <laughs> Boy, it's Monday afternoon. I'm already starting to take it. Here's a guy on Twitter. CVS <laughs> has stamps, bro. Easy. Any store like Food for Less, any of them have stamps. Um, here's somebody, Dina Rogers. You sound a little light on life skills. Stamps are sort of basic. <laughs> a little. <laughs> um, here's one. That's nice. Can, this is a good one. You ready? Because, George, you were asking earlier, you know, how self-sufficient am I? Correct. Here's a guy, 805 Raider. Can Scott Kaplan drive a stick? Could he mow his own lawn? Can he change his own oil? So, okay. George, let, let me pose Go it ahead. to you. Go to can, those three. Can you drive a stick? Um, it's been a long time, but I feel like it's like a bike that you, you know, you don't really forget. Like it would take me a minute, but I feel like I could pull it off still. Okay. Drive a stick. Check. I can do that. Okay. Yeah. Can you mow your own lawn? Oh, I've done that a million times when I was growing up. Same with me, man. That's, I had a lawn service. I was out there every day cutting my neighbor's lawns. Can I change my own oil? I have done that. Have you? I have. You got to remember, I grew up in a gas station. Oh, gas station, your dad. My father owned a gas station, so I was an oil changer, a window washer, an oil checker, a tire filler-upper with air. kind of. So there are certain things I can do, and while today I acknowledge I sound dumb for A, not knowing it was President's Day and that the post office would be closed, and B, not having a backup plan as to where else I could buy one stamp, I acknowledge that sounds pretty dumb. I got it. But some of these other bigger things, I can do these things. Okay. Okay. This, this is, I don't um, think you sound dumb, by the way. Because then you're calling my mama dumb, so, you know, let's watch it. Because she didn't well, know it was President's Day either. Well, but she also went to the bank and went to yes. the post office, and you Just, told her it was closed. I didn't have anybody tell me it was closed. <laughs> you know? No one loves you, <laughs> Well, no, I just didn't ask anybody. <laughs> it was that simple, you know? I didn't go to my daughter and go, hey, um, where else could I go to get a stamp? And she's like, hey, Dad, you're dumb. Go to the grocery store. I just didn't do that. Maybe I should have asked you guys. That would have been a better idea. Would you guys have told me where to go? We would have after we laughed. Yeah, yeah. right. Of course, yeah. naturally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. So let me uh, let me continue this conversation about LeBron. Okay. So I talked about a hard out. Right. Like, here's the thing. We're gonna know within the next six months, Cap, if LeBron is serious about this or not. Like, it's gonna play itself out because. I believe August 1st is the date. I could be wrong about the exact date, but I know it's August, early August, where 
the Lakers can offer him his next contract extension. Because mm-hmm. if if he doesn't sign said contract extension, he will be a free agent, not this offseason, but the following. So we will know his intentions fairly soon. I would take a guess today. Today is February. What's today's date? Anybody know? I mean, it's President's Day. I should 21st. know the date. 21st. Okay, today's February 21st. Let's say we're talking about August 1st, so six months from today. Less than six months, technically, yeah. Okay. Um, I would tell you today, my best guess would be mm-hmm. he not signing an extension. I, I don't even know if I can give you a guess, to be honest with you. All I would caution against is what I said earlier. Just take the threat of it seriously. Because here's the one thing I've learned about LeBron, is that he's unpredictable. Okay? That he is. He's been unpredictable. And... He, it's weird because he's unpredictable, but yes, predictable, yet predictable at the same time. It's a very strange dichotomy, to be honest with you. But that did you wait, were you going to interrupt because well, I said the word just, dichotomy? It, it's no, no, no dichotomy. Oh. I got, but actually, I'm glad you said that because normally when you use big words like that, I have to ask you to stop, slow down, and maybe you know. Well, that's why because I heard terms. you about to say something, so I well, was gonna. I figured it was that. It's it's not that. It's it's just that while he's. You, you say he's unpredictable and yet at the same time may be predictable. Like he, that's the unpredictability of it all. Right. The one thing I took out of this weekend and all the stuff he talked about was LeBron James is, at least he thinks he is, and maybe he really is, in total control of his world. You know how most players are not in control of their world? They get drafted to this place. I didn't want to play here, but this is where you were drafted, so they signed. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, I don't want to be here that long, but I'm under contract. How could I possibly ever get out of this? Well, you can't. You're under contract. Most athletes are not in control of their own lives, their career, their business, per se. Right. LeBron James, in my opinion, based on everything he talked about this weekend, believes that he is in total control of everything in his world. So much so that he's already put it out there for everybody. I will play with my son in the NBA. Well, what if your son is not like, what if he really isn't an NBA talent? Michael Jordan's sons weren't NBA talents, right? Well, I'll say this. I think Bronny is absolutely right now. And he's 17 years old, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of growing that can be done there, but I'll tell you this as someone who did one of Bronny's games this year, Bronny made a pretty big leap from last year to this year, body wise, Um, his understanding of the game, I was floored, okay, at how different he looked and played from one year to the next. So, you know, what's to say he can't make at least one more leap, if not two more leaps, I hope he does. I hope for his sake he does. But right now what I would say is he's a top 50 player in his class, which means he's not a one-and-done player probably. When you saw him play, because I have not been in person to see him play. Mm-hmm. Is he far and away the best player on the floor of the 10 guys that are out there on the floor? Are you like, wow, oh, you see well, that kid no, right there? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that because there was two seniors on the team, a couple of seniors on the team that are just built like men. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so, it, you know, he's still a, he's, he has certainly grown more into a, a man's body, but these other dudes are built like, like I was just like, damn, those dudes like 
they're grow. They can play in the NBA tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like they're that big. I get. But, um, but, but what I'm saying is, is that LeBron is in, or at least believes he's in, total control of his career and his life. Yes. And and I will play. Well, he has been. Yeah. Right. I I will play with my son in the NBA. Period. End of conversation. Right. And it just there's so many factors that go into that. Okay, but I, I don't think that really is a big deal. Like, whatever. He wants to play with his son. Cool. Okay? Ken Griffey Jr. played with his dad. All right? And I know LeBron's a big Ken Griffey Jr. fan. So, I, I, that to me is the least of this. Okay? That is like, uh, of, of the laundry list of things, that's like way down the bottom. Okay? For me, it's just about control. So, so, when you say that he's unpredictable and take what he's saying seriously... What I'm saying to you is, is that for a guy who believes, and perhaps he really is, in total control of what he does, if he's in that kind of control, take it seriously because he may want to end his career back in Cleveland. For sure. I would think that it is, again, at least a pop. Now, I've been kind of hinting at this for a couple of weeks, right? You've been leaving morsels. I've been picking them up. I mean, I've literally said over the last two weeks Two and a half weeks ago, I said, nah, he's never leaving. And then about a couple days later, I was like, mm, I don't know anymore. I don't know if I'd ever say never. And then I was like, okay, now I would absolutely not say never. And I think that there's at least a possibility, not that I think it's likely. So, yeah. And now I'm like, yeah, it's 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 a possibility. Wow. Like, I'm not saying against. I'm not still not saying likely. But still a possibility. Well, and that keeps growing. Said, yeah. yeah. Right, because all the things he said this weekend, it's what you were getting at with Brian Windhorse's column. All the things he talked about this weekend say, hey, Lakers, if we're not going to be a championship contender and you're not going to help me get to a championship caliber roster, then guess what? Eventually, I will bounce. And that's, I don't mean bounce the basketball. I mean, like, I will leave. Like, that's a word that the younger people use that means I'm out of here. I don't know if you knew that or not, George. Bounce. <laughs> Thanks for the update. Yeah, I just wanted you to know that. So you I sound cool, too. Uh, so, look, how did we get here is the question. We'll get to that on the other side because I think there are several specific moments that led us to where we're at with LeBron and the Lakers and this kind of weird line in the sand uh and we'll get to that in a second plus i do want to get into this juan howard thing because oh, yeah. we now have like actual deliberation on what transpired right. yesterday right. um we'll get to all that coming up here shortly all right let's do this one cap who's this this is um when Cher decided to sing in spanish is that right no oh, kind of <laughs> sounds like say, Cher. if he doesn't know rihanna there's no way in hell he's okay I- i'll do this she performed at a super bowl in the last five years um, Shakira. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the only reason you got it. Right. I, I mean, I would never have gotten it had you not told me that. I mean, it was either yeah. her or J Lo. Right. right. I was about to say J Lo, and I decided to go Shakira. Yeah. Hey, by the way, speaking of the Rams in the Super Bowl, and I know that we're not, but we had to rejoin by Chris. I had the weirdest dream last night. It was so vivid. It was the most okay. vivid dream. I don't know how, but I connected with Aaron Donald, and uh, me and AD were hanging out, you know. Wow. And um, and then um, what happened was I was part of like a group of dudes that were all hanging out, but Aaron Donald was kind of the centerpiece of the of the group, yeah. as you might imagine. You weren't the centerpiece. No, 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 no. I was just a hanger on, huh. you know. And um, but the only reason that I was kind of accepted into the group is because of our pit football brotherhood, you know. 
And um, and then what happened was, um, in my dream, I ran into my buddy, this guy named Billy Davis, who I also I played college ball with, and he, he won a Super Bowl with the Cowboys and with the Ravens. But I saw him at the Super Bowl wearing a 99 jersey that said Hail to Pitt on the back of it, so he was a big Aaron Donald fan. Yeah. So then I somehow texted him. I'm like, yo, where are you? I'm hanging out with AD. And he's like, oh, I thought AD was hurt. I'm like, no, different AD. And then we all hung out together. And then I, I kind of woke up from this dream. I was hanging out with Aaron Donald, and I – Oh, we had a good time. It's nice. Now, a nice, nice tight in, relationship in your, with them. In your in your uh, dreams, you can read and text people. Like you can read the text. And, I like... don't usually wake up and remember dreams very often. Um, yeah. So this was really, really highly unusual that I was in in this really deep dream about me and Aaron Donald hanging out together. We're tight now, like that. You know, like we text each other. We hang. Um, I was able to able to even bring in other people into the crew. You know. But um, that was the dream, me and Aaron Donald hanging out. But And I don't know how I remembered it, because usually I wake up and I'm like, I had a bunch of dreams, but I can't remember what they were. This one, very vivid, George, like real-life vivid. And, yes, texting in the dream. Hmm. You know, whenever I have dreams about, like, texting or calling people, I feel like I always forget their phone numbers or I misdial it. I just can't make the connection. Like, I'm trying to remember someone's number or whatever, and it just doesn't go through. I feel like that happens to me all the time in my dreams. Oh, you have those, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have the dreams where I show up late to a football game, and it's like halftime, and I come out onto the field, and I'm like still half-dressed, and I tell the coach, I'm like, coach, I'm here. Sorry I'm late, man. Like, like expecting the coach is going to be like, oh, phew, thank God you're here, pal. And instead he goes, um, sit on the bench. We got somebody else to do the job. So, like, I have dreams about being late all the time. That's my that's one of, like, my big fears, I think. I feel like there's, like, hidden meaning behind that. Yeah. I like, there's probably hidden meaning behind you're not being able to complete the, the, the text. Oh, you know? definitely. Definitely. Anybody I, else? It's like a recurring thing. Yeah. I also used to have a recurring dream when I was really little that the Bushwhackers and Andre the Giant were jumping on a trampoline with me, and they were, like, about to squish me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a recurring dream where Shaquille O'Neal and I – uh, become law enforcement agents and we're both carrying like guns and we get into like a weird shootout we have to hide behind cars like as you know bullets are flying i mean it's me and Shaq, and we're like we're like i don't know like chips or something me and shaquille he has some weird dreams i don't know i don't know what this all mean george you have any weird dreams like this i have weird dreams all the time any that you all the time. care to share i mean none that i will come to mind at the moment because i generally don't always remember my dreams and if yeah. i do it's usually very briefly at the beginning when i wake up and then i don't really remember anymore unless i make a note to remember it i always remember mine mine are very vivid yeah no i can remember it in the in in the immediacy of it like when i wake up but not by the time my my listen man by the time i get to 4:50 in the afternoon i mean i woke up you know I don't know, 10 hours ago? like, Yeah, like I'm not remembering that. I can I mean, tell I, you what I, I dreamed about three nights ago. Like that's how much I remember no, my dreams. No, not me. I also have two small children, which take a lot of my energy and yeah, time. Yeah, makes sense. A wife. Um, yeah. You know, I've been, I've been, wor- I've been at work since uh, 7 a.m. this morning, so there's a lot of things, you know, mm-hmm. to remember my dreams. I don't know, listen, if Aaron Donald's driving around right now and he's tuning in. And he wants to hang out with you? And AD, listen, um, just hit me up on, you know, text. Just text me. It's fine. You can email me. You could send me a direct message on Facebook Messenger. I mean, whatever preference of, of communication style you have, AD, hit me up, because that was a very vivid dream last night. We should talk about it. Cap, really quick, the Dream Dictionary says that dreams of being late can point to procrastination that might be linked to a fear of failure or perhaps a fear of success. Yeah, yeah. Does that sound right to you? 
I mean, I have this philosophy of no fear of failure, like go for it all the time. Like, don't let fear get in the way. Just go for it. So maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe they, I mean, what kind of idiot shows up halftime and goes, Coach, I'm here, I'm ready to play, and the coach looks at you like, oh, <laughs> wow, okay, we're going to win the game now because you showed up. You know? So, I don't know, maybe that is a fear of failure. Not sure. I have to do some dream analysis. I also want to figure out the dream with me and Shaquille O'Neal. Why are Shaq and I both cops? You know? Like, why are we in some fierce shootout with bad guys? We're the good guys, just by the way. Sounds like a movie. Yeah, I'd like to be in that movie. Oh, my God. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. But nonetheless, mm. Super Bowl you wanted thing. to talk about Juwan Howard. What What is your beef with Juwan Howard? Well, it's not really a beef with Juwan Howard. It's just that I think it's one of the biggest stories going in the country right now. It, you- it is, but he's already – so the, the, the ruling has come down. He's suspended basically for five games through the regular season. And I, I don't – I don't know. Like, I don't see anything more than – I mean, I feel like some people feel it's light. Some people feel it's heavy-handed. I feel like it's kind of just right. Maybe I'm wrong to feel, like, you know, in the middle when it comes to this. You think that if Jawan Howard was not part of the Michigan Fab Five and he wasn't a Michigan man (laughs) – Really? That they would would get rid of him? What? I'm asking. I'm saying, like, he's a Michigan man. Bobby Knight choked a kid out, dude, and kept his job. I know, but, but those are really, really, really different times. You know, um, I understand. But that but that's also really, really, really different than what happened with Juwan Howard and an assistant coach. Yeah. Times are times have changed. I'm just I'm asking it this way. If Juwan Howard was not a member of the Fab Five and wasn't a Michigan man, but he was just a coach that they hired, would they would they back him this way? You know, I'm not saying that what he did was fireable. I mean, listen, you know, emotions get hot. Uh, everybody is trying to win. Everybody's trying to do their best. Words get exchanged after a game. Next thing you know, somebody's fingers in somebody's face, and now I'm going to slap somebody, and now haymakers are flying. You know, it's it didn't look good. Listen, I'll also tell you this, George. I don't know about you. I wasn't exactly sitting around yesterday watching Michigan against Wisconsin in college basketball, and they were getting ready to leave the game. Like, hey, everybody, that's it. That's your final here. Wisconsin beats Michigan. Wait, hold on. There's a fight. So it's not like I was watching the game and know what happened prior to. I just saw the last 30 seconds. That's it. But I wonder, yeah, I if, if he's not a Michigan man, do they back him? But it doesn't matter now because they've I already mean, handed out the penalty. I, I, I think that has less to do about being a Michigan man. Maybe it has something to do with it. I think it's the fact that, yes, they've been good under him. I mean, this year has not gone exactly the way they would want, but they have been good under him, right? Like, that probably is, is like – like anything in in sports, right? Like when you're good at something, you're going to get more chances. Is that right. fair? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, think about a guy like Terrell Owens in his NFL career. How many times he was considered a major pain in the ass, but everybody kept hiring him because he was really good. I mean, Jawan Howard has proven to be a good college basketball Wait, coach. Wait, but, but Terrell Owens also didn't put – I mean – I don't feel like he's the good example either. It's not like Terrell Owens ever put his hands on anybody. No, no, like, I'm just saying, publicly, though, that he was you know? he was a pain in the ass to deal with. See, okay, if, if, but if there's a lot of guys who are a pain in the ass to deal with. You're a pain in the ass to deal with. That's we true, but the, qu- the question, well, that's just it. The question is, is he good enough Is he, is he good enough to overcome the pain in the ass that he is? You know, I'm like a 49-51 kind of guy. You know, like I'm just two points better than the pain in the ass that I am. Terrell Owens was probably like a 90-10 guy. Whereas Juwan Howard has now become a 60-40 guy. He was like a diva, though. Like To Sedano's point, I feel like a good example of that would be, um, I don't know, like 
Ben Roethlisberger, or like I don't want to get like too much into it. I'm just trying to think of guys that like were problematic to the point where like nowadays I don't know. Pedro. Well, just just can we like whatever happened when Pedro Martinez threw Don Zimmer to the ground in that fight or wannabe fight or whatever the hell that was back in you know the early 2000s? What happened? Don't Nothing you remember happened. that? Yeah, Pedro Martinez yeah. grabbed old Don Zimmer. Like, what were the repercussions then? There were no repercussions. There you go. Right, but it's baseball player, and you know the only reason we cared about Don Zimmer is because he was an older guy, and Pedro Martinez put both hands on his head like it was a bowling ball and like threw him to the ground because of the weight of his head. And the only reason people cared is because he was older. If he was the same age as Pedro Martinez, no one would have said a word about it. It's just another baseball. Right, but my point is that he did that to another, an opposing coach. You know what I mean? Like that, that plays a factor in this. Um, it ultimately, I just, you know, I don't know, man. Like I, I don't have any outrage for this. Like it's just not really all. I know it's a huge story and everybody's talking about it. I just don't care that much. Yeah, no, I'm not outraged by it at all. I'm not outraged by what happened. I'm not outraged by the punishment, but yeah. it's interesting how well, many you should people... be outraged by the fact that we're going to be over the break and Laura's going to be in trouble. Oh, if we don't well, then, literally break don't, in two seconds. Yeah, I don't all right, do we're that. back in three minutes. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 